Hello and welcome to Dr. Fitness USA, the show. Exercise is medicine, strength training is stronger medicine. With your host, Baptiste Gramode and myself, Stephen Hersey, a.k.a. Dr. Fitness USA. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dr. Fitness USA, the show. I'm Batista, your host, here with Stephen Hersey, also known as Dr. Fitness USA himself, the foremost expert in the world in strength training and body design. The show aims to inspire a society of stronger people. And today we have an amazing guest that is going to talk how she incorporates her fitness with her business and how she helps her clients just really shine with their stories. Her name is Arden McLaughlin. Mm -hmm. She's the founder of Definita, a publicity firm dedicated to the finding you in a cluttered marketplace. Through her natural gift of storytelling, she sees the components that make business and people stand out and truly meet the goals that they want to meet. Arden also builds relationships and leads her team with truth and integrity. It's through these relationships that she can effectively tell her client's story. And today, the conversation is about incorporating fitness into your daily brand, a mm -hmm. publicist journey to health. Arden, <laughs> welcome. We're so excited to have you today to share your story. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Perfect. So before we go digging deep into the topics of, you know, your business and fitness and all this, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, mm -hmm. who you are, you know, where you came from and what got you to where you are today? Oh, gosh. Well, that's a whole podcast in and of itself. So I am in North Carolina. I'm actually born and raised North Carolina. Um, and, you know, this is a fitness show. So I have always just been into fitness. I am a child of the 80s and 90s. So my journey with fitness is very different, right? Like that was the 80s and 90s when Tyra Banks was telling all of us that we were too fat and only super skinny models were, that was the look. And so that was the look I wanted. So um, I've always been into working out or figuring it out and incorporating that into my daily life. So I, I now own this publicity firm. And I think what we're going to talk about today is honestly, how do you as a business owner still make time to incorporate fitness for yourself. I think as a publicist, understanding how to work yourself, work your body is really critical. So so that's great. So I love what you say about uh, the the children of the 90s and that look that um, mm -hmm. that people uh, sought to acquire. I was a yeah. professional dancer and I have the same experience. And that's, mm -hmm. yeah, the, the skinny look that you think yeah. that, that's the way to go. And that really can damage somebody's metabolism. And it sure did a number on me. So can you share a little bit of, a, of your fitness journey? your experience? So I'm just very hyper. So when I was little, I always danced. So my mom had me in dance or I was dancing around the house or 
we had a pool. So we were always just outside playing. So there was never as super organized, um, except obviously with dance classes and that kind of stuff. Then I became a cheerleader and danced. Then I got into soccer, but it was more like just going on walks. Or when I went to college at Chapel Hill, a big thing was just walking for miles and miles and miles. Like you go for a five mile walk with your friend just to catch up. Um, we had a gym. I also joined an offsite gym where I started doing step aerobics. If y'all don't remember step aerobics, that was so much fun. So it's just, I like to move. And, but part of mine and like, I loved was cardio and just moving, moving, moving. But I had to learn other methodologies because I also had torn both my ACLs. So ACL replacement when I was 16 and then 19, I am now 44. So even though I have replacements, there's obviously things that you have to start tweaking. So when I say I've always done it, I'm always investigating what makes sense for my body now. Last year, I had to have a surgery so it was an abdominal surgery. I did a ton of bar and core work leading into that so that my recovery would be faster because I don't do hospitals. So I just study it a ton and I work with a ton of people in healthcare profession to study it. And I try to work with trainers who pay attention to me as well. So and it's just a group thing. I'm a group fitness fanatic. So even if you listen to my sports growing up, dance, cheerleading, soccer. I was never one to like, I never wanted to play softball or I didn't want to play tennis or track because it was me by myself. I wanted to be in a group and watch a group perform. We have a lot of things in common. I didn't even realize. <laughs> I actually, you know, being a dancer my whole life, I had a lot of injuries. And mm -hmm. this is actually how I came to meet Steven. And okay. I was totally at the end of my rope. And everything that I was doing was just aggravating my injuries. And uh, so I I met him and, mm -hmm. um, you know, I hired him to make a long story short. And right. within two weeks, my backache was gone, never to return. So, you know, there are specific ways of, of training that can really, uh, really heal the body. And actually, Stephen is the expert in that. Let me ask you a question. How does your fitness, your love for fitness, um, helps you with your business? That is a great question. So for me, it forces me to take a break. That's one thing. So a lot of people work out first thing in the morning. I just, I used to do that. I used to do 6.30 and 7 a.m. class all the time. And what I found was I would never end my day. So I've started doing either lunchtime classes or like 5.30 classes because it forces me to end my day. It also forces me to stay present in every moment. So I've got this much time to get this much done. So I partly use it for that as a, I work at home, I work with people all, all over the country, all time zones, which makes it tricky. So it takes a little bit of time just for me. The other thing it does, it just I'm always in charge. So because I go to group fitness or I go to yoga, I go to someone who tells me what to do. That's why I really don't work out on my own anymore because nobody, I 
I'm not going to tell me what to do. I'm tired of telling people what to do. So I go to somebody who tells me what to do and corrects my form. And that's, that's more valuable to me. It's just to be in a space where I can let go and start to get into my body. So, and that's part of it too, is this can take over. And we had, we had started to have that conversation offline. This little head of mine can take over. But if I can get into my body and feel the strength of different places, whether it's like going from a 10 to a 15 on a bicep curl, which I've been able to progressively do. I mean, y'all, these, I got, I'm 5'11 with a 6'3 wingspan or 6'2 wingspan. They're long and skinny. So for me to be able to build up muscle in such a, like it takes longer. But I can feel the strength and I can, you know, you can progressively go, okay, well, if I can do that, I can do this. And that's part of it is embodying a strong person can lead to being stronger in my business as well. The fastest way to deteriorate your brain is to be inactive. It's not that you stop reading and learning because exercise has this orchestrated interplay through every system in the body. So skeletal muscle is an endocrine organ. Skeletal muscle releases myokines. Myokines are proteins that go throughout the whole body and do various things, a couple hundred at least. And one of the myokines that's released from exercising muscle is called brain-derived neurotropic factor. So it's not just the activity of increasing oxygenation and increasing blood flow to all these tissues. It's actually the physical act of exercise of contracting skeletal muscle, releasing a neurotropic factor, which means it releases almost like fertilizer for the brain. Yeah, we definitely physical strength affects emotional, mental, spiritual strength. I think we as entrepreneurs, going back to the fitness thing, we have a hard time putting ourselves first. We have a hard time, like the client gets always wins. Even in the fitness industry, I mean, I'm sure you guys see this, the number of fitness professionals who don't actually work out themselves. They may walk around, they may correct, they may get their steps in, but you know, I'll be in a yoga class and they're like, I haven't practiced in two or three days. And you can just see the difference. And I think because I look how I look, I'm tall with blonde hair and blue green eyes. If people think the world is just handed to me, I have to go, I've worked really hard. I graduated third in my class in high school, but I worked to, I'm not natural. I'm smart, but I'm not naturally smart. I worked to get that position. I worked to get into Carolina. I've worked to build this business. Like nothing was ever handed to me. And that's probably why I love fitness so much because you can see changes, right? Like you can see, oh my God, I'm starting to get abs again at 44. I have abs. Like, okay, if I don't do this or if I eat this protein or if I figure out the right food for me, that feels like a win in a world that we don't have as many wins anymore. What happens to a person when they don't put their exercise program first? I know that you talked about that you you uh, schedule your exercise program so it breaks yeah. up part of your day that gives you a rest. I I've definitely been where I didn't always do that. I think I can't only speak for me. 
I try not to speak for everyone. Um, for me, I get sluggish. Um, and also I just start eating poorly, right? Like, cause your body isn't craving what it needs. It's craving what it wants. So it's just this reciprocal. I don't produce as well. Um, my mental function isn't as good. So I, but again, you know, it's crazy to me, the people that don't just go for a walk, right? Like just get out and move, even if it's cold, do something. Um, so I would guess, I guess you just get out of the habit, but that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> Thank you. So you mentioned something uh, that we talked about during the pre-interview little talk we had about an article that was written about you, which is mm -hmm. how we, we found you, but our audience doesn't know anything about that. So let's enlighten the, our audience about yeah. what article that is. Can you elaborate a little bit about yeah. how that came about? Absolutely. So I got the privilege of talking to a Fox News help reporter and Melissa Ruby was her name. And she put out a query of, is anyone out there, has anyone out there stopped taking, I've heard it called two ways, semaglutide, semaglutide, whatever, Wagovi, Ozempic are the name brands of it. It is basically a type of medicine that it's a hormone hormone type medicine that shuts down your sugar cravings and also shuts down your food cravings in general. So a lot of people use it to lose weight and lose weight quickly. Um, I work in the healthcare industry. I work with a lot of med spas who were and still are offering weight loss programs. I am a proponent of pretty much trying everything before I can tell my clients how to use it. And at the same time, I've had, as I mentioned earlier, I'd had a surgery last summer and it was an abdominal surgery. And if anyone's ever had one, it was it's similar to a C-section. When your abs are cut in half, your entire, your entire body hurts and it's very hard to move. And prior to that, I was pretty much anemic. So there, I just couldn't work out. So I'd put on probably 20 pounds and 20 pounds of fat. Um, and I was getting frustrated because I was not losing the weight. And I was like, well, let me just go try this. I was, I just needed help. And so I was happy to do it. But what I noticed being a child of the 90s was what I call the food police started coming back in. And I started going, well, I wonder how skinny I could get. And I wonder how much, how long it would take me. And if I, I mean, really and truly, if I, could I deal with this? Because it does give you like, for me, and it's on the side effects, like you burp a lot and it's gross. Like you don't feel feminine as we lean into our feminine side, all of these, there's side effects, right? But all of the side effects weren't mattering because how skinny could I get? And I told my mom that, and she was like, this is not good. And I called my nurse practitioner. I said, I got to tell you something. She went, uh, what? And I said, so is I struggled for years with an eating disorder. Um, probably in college, I maybe was eating a thousand calories a day and would call my mother every day to recount what I'd eaten. And she went, are you kidding me right now? You didn't tell me that. And I said, well, I thought I was cured. Well, how am I 44? I can't have an eating disorder anymore. 
And she immediately took me off of it and said, the thing is, because this is a medicine, your body can react to it in different ways. I am immediately taking you off of this. You are never allowed to have it again. And we're going to figure out something else for you. Not upset about any of the journey, but for me, weight, it's about control and it's about looks. And I always want to be the skinniest one in the room. And I'm not, because you, you see my pictures, I'm, I'm athletically built. And that's, that's where it all came from, where I also had to start going, I can't serve my people if my body, if I'm also in the bed passed out from not eating. So that's the long-winded version of this story. Well, thank you for sharing that. I think that's a big lesson, you know, because the, I think that how many billion of dollars is the weight loss industry? And, you know, several billion. If the weight loss industry is several billion dollars, everyone's against semaglutide. I, I like made the mistake of reading the comments and everyone's like, just stop eating, just put the fork down. And I'm like, that's, it's not that simple. It's just not. I literally can put the fork down and not lose weight because I'm starving my body of calories. Um, I have hypothyroidism. My estrogen was too high. Like there's a million other things that working with healthcare professionals to do that and working with professionals, it's not just putting the fork down. And that's why I'm willing to talk about this because mm -hmm. I'm just, um, we are a giant nation, huge. It's really hard for big people to walk into my gym because everyone, it's a hard gym. It's hard. Everyone's there to modify, but where, where does somebody start if you're 200 pounds overweight, right? 200 is a lot, but you know, 50. Yeah, this is a topic that we, we really love because in, in a, the system that uh, Stephen has created, we actually take it from a different perspective than dieting is that is a 20 to 50% strength increase by keeping the body grounded, we strengthen mm -hmm. the nervous system. So we never put people on diets first. We aim to make them stronger physically and emotionally mm -hmm. by strengthening the nervous system and then the rest follows. One, one question I would have is what exercise uh, you don't do now as opposed to what you did before? I only do cardio maybe twice a week. I was doing hit like every single day. Um, I definitely sub one of the cardio days for a hot yoga class, which I find for my body is, I mean, it's kind of the mental challenge too, right? Can I get through a four, an hour class? Cause I love a mental challenge. Um, no running. I had a heat stroke several years ago and ended up in the hospital from running. Um, I, and again, I have ACL issues. So I, there's not much I won't do, but I've definitely cut back on just massive amount of cardio. Like, remember the days of like, you went from the elliptical to the bike, to the treadmill yeah. and you're like, oh, I've been here. I, like on my birthday and the Stairmaster, you're like, I've been here for two hours and I'm done. Uh, 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 I've burned 1000 calories. You're like, that's, that's not how we do it anymore. What uh, men or women are faced with in the industry is what we call uh, kind of like masculine energy, a lot of ego. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So it's uh, what can I do today and what can I do more tomorrow? That's called performance. So yeah. if they spent the next 10 years doing performance exercises, whether it's HIT or aerobics and things like that, they now took could have used that time to actually build the foundation and alignment of their body that helps them when their hormones change later on in life. Right. But there's no educational process that's out there. It's kind of like the, the, the weight loss drug. There's a lot of hype. So people want mm -hmm. to get on board. And so what people see is the uh, performance level that you, they have to go through in order to what they call be in shape. They don't know the micronutrients to go way beyond that and come out as a superior athlete without the need of injury. Yeah. And I fully know I'm paying, like, a hundred percent believe that because I'm paying for it now, right? Like, yeah. I'm going, wait, where did, when did I get belly fat and all of that? Well, it's all hormones. So I'm trying to undo what. Uh, like what the 80s and 90s told me what Jane Fonda promised was the answer or Gilad I loved Gilad and Dean Austin Denise Austin right like yes always was doing all of those because that also was what was available to me so I want to look like that so I'm gonna do that not knowing <laughs> whether that was for my body or not but I want to look like that so that's what I'm gonna do excellent Great. That was a great conversation. Let's change gear here a little bit. So uh, we, I'd like to talk a little bit about your brand. Let's see. Hold on. You wrote a question that's very interesting here. What, um, what does your brand image have to do with your actual brand? Okay. So as you can see behind me, and I had us positioned, my couch, everything are my brand colors. I fully believe that our, we as people relate to things, like how we see things. I showed up to your show because it was a fitness show. And I was like, I want to look, I want to be in my baseball cap. I want to be a little bit more calm down because I want to, my brand also has the relatability to go, okay, who am I sitting in the audience with or who's watching this? I want them to feel like they can relate to me because I can relate to them. I think all of that is critical. What we forget is as business owners, I'm the number one representative of me. So if I'm acting like a jerk out in public, I'm representing my brand. That is still part of my brand image. If I'm talking about, if I'm a skincare person and my skin is a mess, I'm talking about my brand. So you're telling me, well, you have wrinkles and you're not, I mean, it's not the wrinkles. It's the like your skin, because I'm trying to like go anti, not against Botox and just doing natural skincare, but it's not glowing or it's not hydrated or you're a hair person and your hair's always a wrap. Like all of these things, represent you I'm going to look at your Instagram or your website or whatever first and then I'm going to look at you or I'm going to meet you out in public and how am I going to remember to go back and look at the card or answer the phone or whatever that you've sent me if you're not branding yourself all along the way so 
it's a define yourself class that I teach about what does it look like to truly define yourself in the marketplace. And it's really hard, but when you can lean into who you are and be comfortable with that, I think businesses really, really start to grow. This is fun. So we talked about a lot of things. Do you have any, like say three takeaways to sum it all up, something that you want to leave the audience with? You know what? I, that is a great question. I always leave an audience when I speak with at least two things. One, talk about yourself because if they don't know you, they can't buy from you. And it's really, really okay to talk about yourself. Um, it's not bragging. It's not your, maybe your friends don't understand it, but they're like, you're boasting. If your friends can't share your posts and if your friends can't cheer you on, they're not your friends. The second thing is you matter and really matter. So whatever's happened to you, that's part of weaving you into who you're supposed to be. And the third thing is, I mean, follow me on Instagram, man. I have a good time. I just posted like, I just post funny things. It's definita.publicity. I just try to have a good time on there. Um, I try to be silly. I try to make people laugh. I think y'all saw one of my cats come in here. I have the PR cats. They've branded themselves. They're in every freaking photo. But I, I try to give out good tips. I'll go live sometimes. I've got a talk show I'm gearing up. Uh, it's like you attract the energy you put out. So I want to put that out. Like you guys matter. And you're pouring into your body. What you put out is what you get in and do it. Just take time for yourself. I think we just covered it all. So, hey, this was another great episode of Dr. Fitness USA, the show. And then until next time, bye-bye. Bye, guys. Dr. Fitness USA's vision is to create a stronger, healthier society of people enjoying vibrant health, unshakable self-confidence, and a sculpted body they'll fall in love with. Our custom-tailored formulas act as the GPS to your ultimate transformation so you can reach your destination faster and safer without injury. The Feminine Body Design program teaches a woman the art of strength training from a female perspective and helps her achieve the feminine physique she always dreamed of having. The Design Formula program teaches men to achieve a sculpted manly physique without injuries. Seniors can tap into the fountain of youth, get a new lease on life, rebuild their strength and eliminate aches and pains. Those with injuries learn to rehabilitate them, recover mobility, and relieve back, neck, shoulder, and knee pain. Now, with working with Steven, just in, what, four workouts, I think, so far, if that, um, I have no pain in my knees like I used to. Suddenly, a quietness in the mind, clarity. I mean, I don't have back pain anymore. It's amazing. It's just really amazing. I'm Bernie Dorman. I'm founder and chairman of CO Space International, and I so endorse Dr. Fitness for leaders that better lives. He does the inside and the outside to make sure you're the best leader you can ever be. And yesterday was already too late to say yes. If your mind can conceive it and your heart can believe it, then Dr. Fitness USA can help you achieve it.